Listen, all you New Yorkers. You Taxi. Okay, man, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. With us this morning is Dr. Peter Michalos, uh, our in-house genius, uh, a historian, a medical uh, person, uh, and uh, one good friend and one smart guy, uh, Dr. Peter Michalos. Uh, here we are on on Chris. Uh, well, not Christmas. I mean, New Year's Eve tonight, and tomorrow New Year's Day. Where do we begin? I mean, uh, uh, everybody I know for the last uh, three, four weeks has been coughing, sneezing. Uh, some have the flu. Some have COVID. Uh, I had pneumonia. Where the heck are we going? What's going on with uh, uh, our uh, city? Well, what's happening, I think, is that now that we're coming out of lockdowns <clears throat> and uh, many of these diseases and viruses, as you and I have talked about, viruses have intelligence. Why? Because uh, one of the things that viruses do imagine that when they infect us, uh, infect us, they know when a cell's already been infected and they bypass it and go to the next one. So to me, that's evidence of intelligence. And I think that they've been suppressed so long with all the lockdowns and masks. And what happens naturally is when people start interacting with each other and the temperature drops outside and we put on the heat and dry air and the inside where we know that when our mucous membranes are dry, viruses and bacteria more readily enter. That's why we get sick on dry airplanes. When we have more humidity in the air, we get less sick. So what's happening is now all these viruses have been unleashed. They want to survive. They mutate. And we know that during all pandemics, they mutate to become more contagious because they want to live, but they tend to become less lethal. But what we're seeing now is all these cases of flu, RSV, and they're all coming out quickly as people are gathering again, people are excited to travel again, people are excited to go to restaurants and and crowded spaces. So we're seeing these uh, viruses. What happens is you really need to test early and treat early. And what we see also historically is with flu, for example, you get an influenza, but sometimes your immune system is weakened. And secondarily, what you do is you get a bacterial bronchitis or a bacterial infection and we're seeing a lot of that in New York City where people are catching the flu or bad cold, and then they're getting a secondary bronchitis and cough, and sometimes it's lasting a month to six weeks. But when you treat early and you catch, for example, when you have COVID, you treat it really early, you get less a chance of going on to a, a bacterial pneumonia, and also you have a much lower chance of getting long-haul COVID, which includes memory loss, brain fog, fatigue, heart problems. So we advise people to really try to test early. And I uh, recently, you know, I was trying to think about things that we can do. And as the new year is approaching, we need to start thinking about our new year's resolutions for tomorrow. So I had some uh, discussions with some uh, physicians who uh, work with patients on new year's resolutions and healthy uh, aging. And I was talking to Dr. Magdalena in Southampton and Manhattan about uh, anti-aging as an anti-aging specialist and Gloria Pope who's a health coach to the stars and a personal trainer and they were talking about how you really have to have a plan you really should make a, a diary about your health and document thing you need sometimes to find a buddy whether it's to do a, a, a diet together or a workout together and everybody should invest in a scale because 
that really helps to monitor and give us something. And having a home blood pressure machine and a pulse oximeter is very important because if you get flu or cold or COVID, knowing what your oxygen is, knowing what your pulse is to be able to report to your doctor on the phone is important. We need to have a plan to plan our annual physical and schedule it now for the new year and get all the laboratory things like, for example, ask for some of the things that they normally don't do, like apolipoprotein B is a blood test that is a carrier of cholesterol that's turning out to be one of the best predictors for stroke and heart attack, and you can ask your doctor for that. Doing things like insulin levels, for example, can sometimes predict diabetes before it starts because your insulin levels are climbing, even though your sugar and your hemoglobin A1C, which tells you what your sugar has been the last 90 days, is normal. And another thing is a heavy metal screen. As we both know, you can end up having issues with uh, heavy metals like mercury, arsenic, and those things are uh, treatable as well. Scheduling your colonoscopy if you're you know, over 45, you can. it's a preventable uh, cause of death if you can catch colon cancer. If you're a woman, start your baseline mammogram at 40, especially if you have a risk of breast cancer. 45 years old, you should get it annually if you're a, a woman. And uh, what we need to do is look at, you know, look at our, 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 our diet and what we eat, because what we eat also affects our mouth and our teeth. Start for the New Year's resolution to schedule dental cleanings at least twice a year. I try to do it three times a year because they found that the bacteria that are in our mouth and our gums have been found in the plaques of uh, vessels in our heart. And during people who've had heart attacks after they've done um, post-mortem studies, they found that inside those plaques, the same bacteria that are found in your mouth, some of the bad bacteria, are found in heart plaques. Then Wow. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating. We talked about the gallery test, which is a single blood test that can identify 50 cancers. I call it a liquid biopsy, which uh, I know several people who we picked up cancers on who I, I mentioned to get that test. And also consider, you know, we now know that 80% of our immunity is in our gut, getting a, a gut microbiome test. And you can find out a lot about what's going on inside your intestine if you have too many of the bad bacteria, and then they can even make recommendations on which probiotics you can take and which prebiotics. Prebiotics are the good foods that the bacteria like to eat. For example, pomegranate has been found to be a great prebiotic, and it, and it helps produce something called urolithin in our intestine, and that, guess what? It's been found to be anti-aging. So pomegranate turns out to be powerful anti-aging. We've talked about olive oil, and olive oil has something called oleic acid, which turns on sirtuins, which are longevity genes. And these are all very important things. The Mediterranean diet, keeping blood sugar low, the big article in Nature this past summer showed that the mechanism of aging is our copy machine goes faster and faster, and there's misinformation. And when it goes faster, it makes copying errors. And they found that sugar and rising insulin levels make the copy machine go faster and make us age faster. And then Doctor, you and I have on the on, on doing that test for your gut viruses, uh, do you go to a, a normal doctor or you have to go to a, a different kind of doctor? No, usually an integrative medicine specialist like Dr. Magdalena Swarczewski, she does it routinely, and there are other uh, doctors, but usually an integrative medicine specialist 
take the time to do it. They give you, they order the kit, you put in the sample, you send it out, and uh, somebody we both know recently, their child was having some problems with eczema and anxiety, and they did that. They got the change the probiotics, and guess what? The mother reported back that the, uh, you know, the the anxiety disappeared and their skin uh, got better, and uh, that's that's how uh, you you find out whether you have certain uh, toxicity, and uh, you can have small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. It's called SIBO, and you can diagnose that too. So we're learning a lot more about now, the gut. And- one more question: the you know we me and you talked about, uh, and I. Uh, uh, alcohol in the gut kills a lot of good viruses. So me, I took a personal uh, decision and I cut down my intake of alcohol. Uh, the other thing we talked about at one time uh, is uh, a lot of the uh, Listerine type of uh, uh, mouthwashes have alcohol in it that kills some of the good bacteria in your mouth. What is the ideal right. way to wash out your mouth if you want to go the the non-alcohol basis? Well, they have actually some very good uh, toothpaste, for example, that contain charcoal, and charcoal actually helps to remove a lot of bad bacteria. It also helps to whiten teeth. So, and there are also many non-alcohol-based mouthwashes available now because people are realizing that it's not exactly the best thing. For example, like uh, certain soaps tend to be extremely harsh, and the dermatologists don't recommend those anymore. So you want to use a milder soap. The same thing with uh, with the uh, mouthwash, and also uh, they have prebiotic toothpaste now and probiotic toothpaste. Prebiotic toothpaste that feed the good bacteria in your mouth. Because when certain bad bacteria in your mouth are very high, they're indicative of other diseases, as we talked about heart disease. But they even found some certain bacteria that are higher. They're found in patients with pancreatic cancer. And also, sometimes with our modern diet, we confuse the microbiome in our mouth and the bugs. Like people who take artificial sweeteners, what happens is that that confuses the gut microbiome. It goes in our gut. It goes in our mouth. It sends signal to the brain that something sweet came in. Then your insulin pumps out, and our whole metabolic pathway is disturbed. So trying to keep those uh, bacteria in our mouth balanced and healthy are, are I got very a problem. important ways. I took a sugar-free cough drop. Did that confuse my, uh, my entire mouth and gut? Yeah, absolutely. That's what the problem is, and that's what we're learning. And all these people going around with these diet soft drinks, they don't realize it, that it, it, your brain sends the signal because we have the gut-brain connection, and then it tells it, pump out insulin. Then what happens? Then you get hungry because you got to bring and drive all that energy into your uh, cells, into your muscle cells, and then the signal then goes up again, oh, we got to eat some more because we wow. have all this insulin Dr. out there. Doctor, have a happy, we're out of time. Uh, Have a happy new year, and uh, may the new year be healthy for your family and my family, and and, uh, may we keep our listening audience healthier and and do our duty to God and our country. Thank you so much. Troll is getting the truth out on the Cats Roundtable. Think positive and test negative. God bless.